Welcome to this week's episode of BusinessWise. This is a podcast series for entrepreneurs interested in expanding through learning and applying the management system discovered and developed by humanitarian, philosopher, and administrator, Mr. L. Ron Hubbard. Now, we've been covering the various operating states of existence discovered by L. Ron Hubbard that every living thing goes through from confusion at the bottom as the lowest condition or operating state, all the way to power at the top. End sequence. And this is what, of course, Mr. Hubbard refers to as the conditions, and they're step-by-step formulas that take you from one condition to the next higher one. We are now on the normal condition and formula, a fairly comfortable condition where one is experiencing at least a slight expansion in survival. Perhaps a business does $45,000 in revenue one week and then $46,000 in revenue the next week, it would thus be in a condition of normal, slight increase. And in our last episode, we covered some of the common pitfalls that members will sometimes fall into, misapplications or non-applications of the normal formula, where they will suddenly find themselves dropping down the conditions instead of upwards to affluence and ultimately to power. But before we leave the normal formula entirely, I wanted to take this opportunity to focus on something very, very important that relates to all the conditions, but has particular weight when we're in the condition of normal operation, and that is awareness. I remind you of the last two steps of the normal formula. Step three, so there's two earlier steps, we're just covering the last two steps. Step three, these are Mr. Hubbard's words, every time a statistic betters, look it over carefully and find out what bettered it, and then do that without abandoning what you were doing before. Those are the only changes you make. Step four, every time a statistic worsens slightly, quickly, find out why and remedy it. Look over these last two steps. We can see that the normal formula is actually a very alert formula and thus requires a high level of awareness. Look at his wording here. He says, every time a statistic worsens slightly, quickly find out why and remedy it. So, You know, this isn't something you're supposed to find out, (laughs) wow, things have been actually going worse for the last few weeks. No, it's quick. You're on it. You're alert to it. And thus, as I mentioned, this requires a high level of awareness. It is not a time to become, here's another word for you, complacent. Normal may be a comfortable condition, but there is no room for complacency in it, or you will fall down the conditions faster than scat. So let's compare these terms. Per Mr. Hubbard, aware means, quote, Marked by realization, perception, or knowledge. This is from uh, an article, 27 April 1972. So it's marked by realization. Okay, so let's say you have a friend and, you know, you're, you're suddenly you realize that you haven't heard from this friend in a long time and you try to reach out to that person. They don't get back to you very easily. Finally, you encounter them at a party or something like that and try to get to the bottom of it all. Like, 
you know, what happened? We're not, we're not in touch anymore. And you, you now discover that you had upset this person by something that you said or did. Well, now you what? You're, you're now, you realize, you have a realization, oh my goodness, you know, we, well, we have a situation. And now I realize what caused that situation. And now I can do something about it. But what, what in essence is happening? You are now aware. So it is marked by realization. Oh my goodness, I've just lost a friend or I'm jeopardizing the friendship of somebody. And now I realize why and I'm going to do something about that. Okay. Then he says here, marked by realization perception. So, you know, you are sitting in a, let's say you're sitting in a home or you're working away uh, in a factory or something like that. And all of a sudden you perceive that it's getting a lot hotter. (laughs) It's getting hot. And then you actually perceive smoke. You smell smoke. And then you look around, you see smoke and you start to hear like what's happening. You are becoming aware of the fact that the building is on fire. And that comes about through perception. You now perceive that there is an issue, there's a problem. Now you are able to do something about it. I choose my words carefully here. But now you're going to either do something to put it out, get the heck out of there, call the fire department. You're able now to do something about it as a consequence of perception or awareness. Similarly, knowledge. I don't know if you've ever tackled a, an automobile engine or something like that, something that I used to do routinely when automobile engines were a lot simpler. You know, you look under the hood and it might just look like a mass of machinery, you know, and lines and parts of various kinds and, you know, belts and wheels and so on. You'd have no knowledge of automobile engines. You're, it actually influences your awareness. Like you, you might be aware somewhat that there's a problem with the engine, but you are not at all aware where it might be coming from or where the problem might be stemming from. Why? Lack of knowledge. Now, you're, still, you're looking at the same automobile engine. You have a mechanic by your side, and they're pointing something out. They say, well, this is the this, and this is the that, and this noise is coming from here, and so on. Pointing out the different parts of the engine, explaining how they all work, you're now gaining knowledge, and you will observe an increase in awareness. So revisiting this definition, Mr. Robert's definition of aware means marked by realization, perception, or knowledge. Now, here is Mr. Hubbard's definition of awareness. Quote, is the ability to perceive the existence of, end quote, Alan Hubbard. Okay, so if you have the ability to perceive the existence of the fire, you can do something about it. Obviously, you have the ability to perceive where the sound is coming from in the engine. You have the ability to perceive where the upset is coming from with a friend. And that means you have an awareness of those things. Now, obviously, these have a direct tie-in with your business. I mean, you know, most of the time, if we at YZ2S get a call from a member that is having issues, the first thing that comes out of their mouth is, I don't know what's going on. So the problem with the business starts with an unawareness. And with that lack of awareness comes a lack of an ability to do anything about it. And we're going to dwell on this a bit more, but I just want to make this immediate connection between awareness and ability and the importance of awareness. Okay, now let's take a look at another definition. This is another term. The definition of the word from Mr. Hubbard of the word ability, quote, to observe, to make decisions, to act. This comes from a lecture, 3rd of April, 1962. Definition of ability, to observe, to make decisions, to act, 
If you have someone who is unable to observe, they're obviously not going to be very able. You know, get into a fist fight and they can't observe when someone is about to throw a haymaker at them. They're just going to catch it on the jaw and that'll be the end of that fight. So, you know, get into a situation like that, people's observation tends to reduce and thus their ability tends to reduce. Plus, they've got to be able to make decisions. Okay, I'm, I'm going to act. But you make the decision act and then you must act or there will be no ability exercised. You follow that? So ability to observe, to make decisions, to act. Those are Mr. Hubbard's words. Now, these are my words. So clearly, there is a tight relationship between awareness and ability. I observe that this person is being antagonistic towards me and is advancing towards me in the street and so forth and looks like he wants to cause trouble. So I decide I'm going to defend myself. I grab a big old stick and take a good old swing and act. That's the end of that. So same thing, of course, with anything. You know, you, you're, you're uh, stumped right now. How are you going to raise some income? How are you going to make some sales? You observe, you go through the salespeople's lineups and you go, well, these are a couple of good looking prospects to me. I don't know why you guys haven't uh, been able to close them. Let me make a decision now that I'm going to uh, act. I'm going to approach these prospects, or I'm going to call these prospects, or I'm going to do something about that, and now I will act. And therefore, you are able to do something about it. You have the ability to do those things. You get things done with that. That's ability, okay? So now, let's examine this term we mentioned earlier, complacency. Now, there's no, I've not been able to find a Mr. Hubbard's definition for the word complacency, so we'll go to dictionary.com. But listen to this. It's very interesting. A feeling of quiet pleasure or security it's quite, it's kind of nice feeling of quiet pleasure or security, often while unaware of some potential danger, defect, or the like. So complacency has this interesting element of unawareness. So ability has this, is marked by awareness, and you've got this complacency, which is marked by unawareness. So to finish up the definition, a feeling of quiet pleasure or security, often while unaware of some potential danger, defect, or the like, self-satisfaction or smug satisfaction with an existing situation, condition, etc. That's the definition of complacency. So we discover that complacency is actually an enemy of awareness. Well, of course, that would also mean it is an enemy of ability, wouldn't it be? few of the listeners here, a few amongst us, you can ask your friends, few amongst us would say that they would not like to be more able. As able as any of us might be, we could always be more able. No one's going to turn that down. Well, well, it stands to reason then that if we seek to become more able, we must be more aware or sustain awareness and probably not be in the least complacent. Okay, you tracking with me so far? So now I invite you to consider the following definition of the word statistic. Mr. Hubbard's definition, a tight reality, a stable point, which is to measure any departure from the ideal scene. This is from an article 6 July 1970. So what is a statistic? It is a connection to a tight reality. What is it but a method of awareness? I want you to consider driving a car or better yet, flying a jumbo jet with no statistics. What altitude you're flying at, what, how much fuel you have, what direction you, you know, you're supposed to be going in, what speed. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what speed. I don't know what fuel. I don't know. What, I guess everything's okay. 
That's complacency. Yeah, everything's fine. Yeah, I don't know. Kind of a dumb assumption when you're about to run out of fuel over the middle of the Atlantic, huh? But this is not just a bid for you as members keeping statistics. I can just tell you, whether you teach them conditions and their formulas or not, and you absolutely should be, by the way, teaching your employees about statistics and about conditions, because you're not just improving your business, you're also changing and saving their lives when you do that. And, you know, as a, an unpaid announcement, your membership in WISE makes it very inexpensive and easy for you to train your employees on Hubbard management. But the point is, whether you teach your employees conditions and formulas or not, if you get them keeping correct stats weekly, their awareness goes up. Just by that virtual, I'll bet many of you have done this. Put somebody on a statistic, a valid statistic, and almost by itself, that statistic will start to go up. Why? Because their ability is going up. You see, their awareness is going up, and thus their ability goes up. They can do something about it. And you will see those stats tend to rise from that one fact alone. But as I say, this is not just a bid for you keeping statistics or your employees keeping statistics. This is a bid for you to do everything you can to combat complacency in today's society and raise your own awareness and the awareness of others. Because complacency is not just the enemy of awareness. It is not just the enemy of ability. It is the enemy of freedom. Because slavery comes through unawareness and deterioration of ability. One is a slave because one is unable to get free. Thus, ability is the road to freedom, and awareness is the road to ability. So don't just sit around being complacent about your life, about your family, about your business, or what is going on in the world around you. Be aware. Raise your awareness, or you will be unable to do anything about it. It's not that easy to be or stay aware in today's society, because almost everything is being directed towards reducing your awareness. Uh, uh, let's start with the media. I mean, look, it'd be nice if there was a really good statistic that was a tight line on reality on how the president of the United States is doing. You know, there's so many cook statistics out there, you don't know what to believe. To listen to one person, the economy is thriving. To listen to another, it's dive-bombing. You know, of course, you can measure on your own statistics, your own statistics in life. You know, how am I doing compared to how I was doing, you know, four or five years ago, what have you. But bottom line is, there's no statistics. So the methods of awareness of the performance of a president or an administration is very difficult to establish. It's so obfuscated. You know, and you don't even know what you can believe in the, in the news anymore. So, you know, any effort to gain awareness is a little bit tricky to begin with. Plus, on top of all that, look at what's being thrown at you to dumb you down. You know, the kinds of programs on television these days, the kinds of, not that I particularly watch them, but you, you get the idea. You know, the kinds of things that are available to you through the Internet. What is that doing? Ask yourself sometimes, what is that doing to my levels of awareness? And thus, how is that impacting my ability? And how is that impacting my freedom? Now, we all know that, of course, money is freedom. I'm saying that in quotation marks because I don't know that that's necessarily true. Because the other thing that you can be entrapped by 
is your own unawareness of self. You know, a guy doesn't know, well, what's going on? Why did I act like that? And why am I doing this? And why am I betraying my family? And why am I doing these acts that I know are not cool? And yet I do them. And now they're becoming like, I can't stop myself from doing them and so on and so on. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So that's unawareness. So no one's showing me how to get more awareness of that. I mean, if I could get awareness of where that problem is coming from, maybe I could get it solved. But where do you go for that? Right? You go, you go to your typical shrink. They're going to either tell you what's wrong, which how would they know? Because they're not you anyway. And you go around going, well, he told me it was this. So I guess that must be what it is. But how come I'm still miserable? Or more commonly, they will prescribe what? A medication. What do medications do? Reduce awareness. Whatever else you want to say about medications, and some are good and some are bad and some are helpful and some are not. But the bottom line is, any medication you do is accompanied by a reduction of awareness. Don't you get drowsy when you take uh, a medication, even when it's something you need to take to help you recover from a disease or an illness or something like that? Of course they do. Because that's, that's a pretty common denominator of any medication. Or there's an apparent heightening of awareness, but truthfully, it's an unawareness. I, I remember when I, you know, was hanging out with some friends that I'd recently uh, decided that was not going to partake in some of the drugs that they were participating in. And I remember sitting at a party the first time. I was the only one in the room that was not stoned. Everybody was laughing hysterically at something that was going on in their own skulls. It wasn't something that was going on in the environment. When you're sitting in a room like that with people who are now feel, they themselves are feeling like my, my awareness is so sharp, my, it's so heightened right now. But no, they're actually going out of it more and more to the point where they're living in their own little world, laughing at their own little jokes that nobody else is tracking with. You see that when you're in a room in that kind of a scenario. You start to watch awareness dropping further and further. Well, with that awareness, of course, dropping comes at a drop in ability. Can't even drive themselves home. Can't even find the door sometimes. Okay, so you're seeing an, uh, a dumbing down going on through that. How about education? Where young people today are not even taught to use a dictionary anymore so that they can't clear a word that they don't understand. Well, if awareness is marked by knowledge, and a child is passing words that they do not understand. Clearly, they do not have that knowledge. So therefore, you are looking at a diminishment of awareness. Uh, same thing, by the way, that same rule applies when you're training your employees. You know, you have employees that are not performing well on the job. They are not able to do the job. Look to the fact that they may have something reducing their awareness. Words that they do not understand connected with their job or their, their functions. Or they never learned the knowledge in the first place. You never taught them how to do it. Or you don't have a, a training regimen or system set up where you are able to increase their knowledge and thereby their awareness and thereby their ability. And then you go, what's wrong with these employees of mine? I'll tell you what's wrong with the, those employees of yours. You're not raising their awareness. You're not raising their ability. You're not raising their knowledge. Okay, so anyway, I'm not accusing you because I don't know who you are, <laughs> those of you listening, but I do tend to observe a lack of responsibility for the increase of awareness and knowledge and ability 
of employees on the part of too many WISE members. Okay, and there's no need for that because, as I mentioned, we have put a lot of work into producing materials that you can use to heighten that awareness and knowledge of those employees. Use them, find out about them, write us info at wiseeastus.org. That's I N F O. I found out that some people would like to write me, but they don't know. Uh, they don't catch the, the email address. It's info, I-N-F-O, at wise, W-I-S-E, east, E-A-S-T-U-S, dot org. Just write me. I'll tell you how to get those guys trained. Been, uh, we've only been working at this for the last three decades. We should know what we're doing by now to help you along with that. All right? So, anyway, yeah, there's that. Oh, we'll just look around. There is far more efforts to reduce awareness in society today and to bring about what? Complacency. It's all good. It's all good. Back to our our wealthy individual who can't figure out what's going on in their lives because they're unaware of what's really eating them. They've never really analyzed it. They're not with someone expert. There are experts in the subject, by the way. If you want to meet one, you can also write me at info at wiseeastus.org. I can help you with that. But I can direct you to people who can help you to find out what's going on. But the point is, that problem becomes solved by what? Further reduction of awareness. Okay, I don't know what's going on, so I'm going to drink myself to death. Or I'm going to start taking these medications. I'm going to do this. So a lack of awareness and a lack of ability is solved by further reduction of awareness and further reduction of ability. That's what Mr. Hubbard calls a dwindling spiral. So anyway. I got on a roll with this, and I knew I would, because this is a subject very near and dear to my heart, because uh, I believe that our freedom and our prosperity and our happiness has everything to do with our awareness, just as Mr. Hubbard has taught us, and I see way too much complacency, and so I find myself in a fairly consistent battle with the complacency and the work to raise awareness. And sometimes people don't really like that. It's kind of like, well, you know, why do you keep bringing this up? Or why are you pointing that out? Or, you know, come on, you know, like, we were really happy in our complacency and our unawareness of the burning building. Yeah. Trouble is, you burn to death in situations like that. You drown in ships that you're not aware are sinking, you know? And it's like, why? And I will tell you something from me and from others who share this battle with me, and there are many who do, okay? And uh, I love those guys. I mean, you know, and I love those girls. And it's like, and I'm not to say that I don't also feel affinity for the people who are not particularly aware and are remaining complacent. It's not like there's a dislike in all that. There's actually quite a bit of compassion involved in all that. But the interesting thing, and, you know, maybe you have to take my word for it, but the fact of awareness and involvement and demonstration of competence and ability is actually way more fun than complacency could ever be, and unawareness could ever be. Yeah, you're fighting a fire, but any of you who fought a fire before and won, 
side by side with comrades who are also just as aware and just as able as you, there's really no experience better than that. And um, one can actually feel sorry for those who, instead of becoming more aware, go into shock and are lying by the sidelines, unable to do anything, no ability at all, because there's no awareness. And uh, yeah, maybe their skins were saved just as everybody else, but the ones who can really enjoy living and enjoy the victories and so forth are those who gave of themselves, who were willing to confront. There's your element before awareness, of course, is confrontingness. One of Mr. Hubbard's definitions for confront from an article of the 1st of March, 1959, to face without flinching or avoiding and thus to be able to be aware. L. Ron Hubbard. So how, how can you be aware of something you're unwilling to confront? You know, I'm not willing to confront my teenage children, so I'm not really aware of what's going on with my teenage children. And the next thing you know, you're digging one of them out of jail. You're paying bail. You know, this, this is the kind of thing. These happen every day. Why? And where do they stem from? Unawareness. Where does that stem from? An inability to do something about it. Where does that stem from? A lack of awareness. Where does that stem from? A lack of confront. And thus, you see a reduction of freedom. In this particular case, it's very dramatic. But then, you know, how free is the individual who's plagued by his own demons? And why? Because he's unaware of their source. So, we've gone all over the gamut of life with this particular episode. But just to bring it back to, obviously, you know, why are you listening to business-wise? Because you want to help your business. Well, clearly, an unawareness of what's going on in your business is going to make it very difficult for you to do anything about it, to be able to do anything about it. And even there, it requires confront. Are you willing to go into your sales area and confront what's going on and really look? Or are you all too ready to listen and walk out the door without looking for yourself? Common malady, awareness, and make it a little bit easier for yourself. Keep statistics, okay? Tight line on reality, method of awareness, very, very, very important. And with that, we're going to conclude the normal formula. I know I made this a kind of a special episode that embraces all the conditions and embraces life. And uh, probably been really looking for an opportunity to make these points. I hope that you uh, benefited from them. I hope you learned something from uh, this episode. If you did, uh, please give us a like if you liked it. Make a comment. Write us at info at wiseeastus.org. Especially write us if you think we can help you. Okay? Very important. Or write us if you have had success. We get a lot of those, actually. And uh, we love those. It's really our pay for doing this are your wins. When people write us and tell us what a difference we've made in their lives with this series and with this uh, podcast, that uh, is all the exchange we seek or want from doing them. So don't hesitate. Talk to a lot of people. And uh, they, when, once they realize, they recognize uh you know, my voice and so on, and they kind of go, hey, aren't you the guy that does business-wise? I meant to say or tell you this or that. We appreciate those too. But when you stick them in an email and send them off to us, 
it's even better because then we can share them with others. All right. Well, listen, been a long episode. Didn't mean to take quite this much time going over it, but a very important subject. I hope you take it to heart. And um, thank you very much for listening. We will talk to you next week. And in our next episode, we will be talking about the next condition up, which is affluence. All right. Talk to you then.